0: Although it takes 10 hours to fly from the middle of Korean winter into the middle of the Australian summer, it takes a little longer to fully arrive. The American Indians believe that the travels that the spirit travels at the speed of a horse. In that case, arriving may take some time. Never mind, to be half here and half not is also an interesting experience. Homecoming from Korea. Chapter 23. There are many ways to say goodbye. The best in my book is to, to intensely remember all the good times. Here are some of the ways I said goodbye to Korea. The first was a visit to a Noria Pong, a singing room. A curious and typical Korean phenomena. Wherever some Koreans gather, they will find a Noria Pong. I was taken to such an establishment after lunch during the last Sunday of my stay. We descended into the basement of a business district building. A woman in a small office took some coins and directed us into an even smaller room a little less than three meters square. Soft benches were placed around three walls. On the fourth wall hung a big TV screen. There were four huge speakers, one in each corner. On a table in the center of the room sat a book filled with song titles, plus a couple of cordless microphones. With that attractive reverberating sound which created the impression of being in a huge space. Drinks were ordered and songs selected. We are off into singing land. The words of the selected song appear on the, on the screen on the large television with a bouncing ball to coordinate our song delivery. Strangely, the images on the screen have nothing to do with the music. Koreans love singing. And after an hour and a half of this very loud and full-on activity, I feel totally relaxed. The Noria Punk is an essential aspect of the tension-filled lives of the Korean people and loads of fun. Singing is good for the spirit, especially, it seems, if it is accompanied by many spirits available. The other way I said goodbye was a little more private. It was on the morning of my departure. I was a guest at the Kumin University a large and busy place, even during the summer holidays. The university is tucked into one of the folds of the base of Pukoksan, Sun, Mountain. Walking out of the university area filled with the somewhat untamed energy of the many excited students, past the library, I found a path. Within a time of about four minutes, I found myself into an altogether different space, a space of deep green, a cool forest, moisture, dripping into the quiet. There were many songbirds. Walking in a few more minutes found me in the compound of a small Buddhist temple, where I was surrounded by the sounds of early morning chanting. I sat there for an hour and allowed the stillness of the chant to soak in, taking my fill of the chant and incense fragrance, hoping to take it home in my soul. Beautiful moments. Walking the other way an hour or so later, within a few minutes I was back at the hustle and bustle of the university life. An amazing country. Homecoming. A soft smear of pale cobalt blue painted just above the strong thin orange line in an otherwise totally black landscape, heralds Dawn in Australia, as observed from a height of some eight kilometers. When both lines broaden and the bright, familiar sun peers over the edge of the horizon, each edge in the landscape below is sun-painted gold, a moment of deep breath, pure bliss and awe. And later, during the short flight from Sydney to Melbourne, I watch over a landscape covered partly in snow, snow like freshly crumpled bed linen after a first night, snow like sheets of white paper carelessly tossed, into the landscape. Snow like a crystal art project, wrapped the tops of the mountains into what seems like a huge pieces of white cloth. Snow like a sweet dessert after a long and rich travel meal. I feel totally blessed. Into this intense picture an image of a magic now appears. Full circular rainbows, or should I call them snowbows, like beautifully drawn Iris, irises scatter in the snow, like blind eyes filled with natural meanings. I look, I absorb. Dreaming memories. Can I ever get used to the magic of flying, the immense power of the takeoff and the associated feeling of inevitability? Or flying Asian receiving a hot moist towel just after takeoff to freshen up face and hands? Or the reality of a Korean breakfast at 9am high up in the clouds, followed by a Korean dinner of bamboo rice in a tiny local eating house deep in the Korean forested landscape at 9pm, living Korean high life and low, living Korean life every which way. The wonder of being able to write about this and the way I'm able to revisit the things I have experienced the things I might otherwise forget. Things such as the fragrance of the deep dense summer green, the feel of the warm rain, the easy way people walk and the comfortable relationship they have with the earth. They sit, eat and sleep on the floor, the space available in houses, the the, the absence of happy furniture or the frustration I find in the shortness of the brooms which keep women perpetually bent down. Designed or accidental. The madness of the huge cities, in contrast with the stillness of the mountain forests. The steepness of the mountains, a blessing not for the real estate business, but for the sanity of the race. The richness and ancientness of the culture. The quality and study, many handmade things, a truly rich journey. The walks in the busy street broken by Buddhist chants and, and the striking of the wooden bells while passing a temple surrounded by towering glass skyscrapers. The contrast of it is much, is magnificent, wonderful crowds everywhere. The children are a part of everything. A museum, especially on Sunday, filled with the wonder and laughter of children is a true delight. Or the phenomenon of a personal small businesses. A man enters an underground train and starts talking loud. From an old bag he takes a plastic raincoat and as it, I understand, explains the virtues of his product. He tries to rip it, tear it up, pull at the buttons, puts it on, etc, and then produces a handful of them trying to make sales. Pure street theatre in addition to being a small business. An old woman on the steps of the underground holds a bowl of shiny apples, her small business. One set of steps in the underground supported five such small businesses. Watches, umbrellas, socks, books, and some kind of fast food was, were all available. This makes for a vibrant city. I shall also remember the keenness of the Korean people to please, their generosity, their friendliness. One is still able to see in a busy town street in Seoul, a woman dressed in work clothes, carrying a large tray filled with many dishes of hot food on her head, delivering dinner somewhere. Or I remember the strong visual image of a sudden monsoon downpour. The people who appear to not be carrying anything at all suddenly all had an umbrella in their hands, millions of umbrellas bobbing up and down in a busy street negotiating problems. A much more recent memory is of standing on my my veranda. I have arrived home. I'm enjoying the quiet and fragrance of the sweet, sweet air. I can't get enough of it and I feel I have much to be grateful for.